Um, so as I was like writing this, I was like, I really hope that Pastor Brian has not already like preached something like this because, well, that would be <laughs> awkward. But uh, I'm really convinced that the Lord has like you know like one of those hidden like prank cams on me, and it's like, <laughs> Kelsey got you again. So it might <laughs> maybe it is similar to what he's already preached, but maybe you also get something new. So. Um, when he asked me to preach again, though, like, I, I, like, knew, like, right away what I was supposed to preach about, and I just feel like it's something that the Lord has been, like, speaking into my life for a while now, and so, um, I feel like the Lord always, um, asks me to preach the things I feel least qualified to preach about, um, but I really think that this is what I was supposed to talk about, and so, um, the Lord has just been speaking to me about what it means to, um, seek him wholeheartedly, and I just feel like this really fits into this theme we've been of, in of um, just Jesus, because in order to have just Jesus, you've got to be seeking just Jesus. It's not just going to come to you, um, and it sounds really simple, I guess, at least to me it does, but it seems that it's not always the way that I go, so um, I'm going to read tonight from John 10, um, verses 1 through 17. So if you have your Bibles, you can turn to them or turn to the screen. Um, and this passage is about how um, Jesus is the good shepherd of our lives. And I just really love um, what this story talks about. And I really struggled. Like, I knew what I was supposed to pe- speak about tonight, but I was like, Lord, I don't really know what like passage you want me to use. So... Um, But when I found this one, I was just like, that's it. So, um, if you'll stand with me, please. It says, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, he who does not enter by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up from some other place on the stone wall, that one is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep the protector and provider. The doorkeeper opens the gate for this man, and the sheep hear his voice and pay attention to it. And knowing that they listen, he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out into the pasture. When he has brought all his own sheep outside, he walks on ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice and recognize his call. They will never follow a stranger, but will run away from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was talking about. So Jesus said again, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, I am the door for the sheep leading to life. All who come before me as false messiahs and self-appointed leaders are thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not hear them. I am the door. Anyone who enters through me will be saved and will live forever and will go in and out freely and find pasture spiritual security. The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came so that they may have life and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his own, the life for his sheep. But the hired man who merely serves for wages, who is neither the shepherd nor the owner of the sheep, when he sees the wolf coming, deserts the flock and runs away, and the wolf snatches the sheep and scatters them. 
The man runs because he is a hired hand who serves only for wages and is not concerned about the safety of the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know without any doubt those who are my sheep and my own will know me and have a deep personal relationship with me. Even as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my very own life, sacrificing it for the benefit of the sheep. I have other sheep besides these that are not of this fold. I must bring those also, and they will listen to my voice and pay attention to my call, and they will become one flock with one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my own life so that I may take it back. This is the word of the Lord. You can be seated. Um, so, um, this passage, I think, really um, clearly outlines like what it means for Jesus to be the good shepherd of our lives. He wants to be the protector of our lives, and he cares about us, and he knows us. And um, I just love this passage, because I think if we can like fully grasp this passage, then um, it outlines why it would seem crazy that we would seek anything but just Jesus. And so, um, in the very first verse, Jesus was talking about how anyone enters through the sheepfold, they are clearly a thief or a robber. So it's like right from, right off the start, Jesus, um, is already saying like, hello, there's an enemy and he's going to come to steal and kill and destroy. And the enemy desires for like nothing more, I think, than to steal our focus. And he just wants to, he's just constantly like nagging at us, trying to um, distract us from God. And so, it's like Jesus has like given us this heads up right up, right at the start saying, um, be aware because he says that um, the one who enters through the door is the protector and provider of the sheep. And the door in this story is Jesus. He is the way in. And so um, I just want to like sit and think about this for a minute because Jesus goes on in verse 10 to again remind us about the thief. So he's not only like, mentioned it once, but he continues to mention it and remind us that um, he's just here to be a distraction to us. And so when I like read this, I felt personally convicted just because I feel like when I've gone through hardships, my tendency has been like to turn to God. But I think that a lot of times I've done it in a selfish matter, like, okay, Lord, I'm seeking you. So can you like help me out of this situation? And, um, it just causes me to lose my focus because I feel like I'm like seeking God for the wrong reasons when that happens. And um, sometimes in those moments, I just feel like the enemy feels stronger, but I know that that's not true. And I know that obviously Jesus has so much more power. And so I can't help but think like in those moments, if it was that easy to feel defeated, was I truly seeking Jesus? And... um if I was seeking Jesus with my whole heart, I feel like things would not make me feel defeated so easily when, like, troubles come my way. Um, and I feel like I'm probably not, like, the only one who has ever felt that way. I feel like, you know, probably most people are like, oh, Lord, help me, you know. But, um, but he continues to remind us in this passage that he's a good shepherd and he knows his sheep. So he knows each and every one of us. And he knows that um, we're going to mess up, and he still wants to be in relationship with us. And I just think that's, like, the coolest thing ever, because sometimes when people mess up, I just am like, get away. (laughs) 
Um, so he, he ha- I think he has a desire for us to be seeking just Jesus. And in verses 3 through 4, it says that the doorkeeper, talking about Jesus, opens the gate for this man, those who go through him, and the sheep hear his voice and pay attention to it. And knowing that they listen, he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out into the pasture. And I just think that's so cool. But I think it gets even better in verse 4. When he says, um, when he has brought all of his own sheep outside, he, talking about Jesus again, walks ahead of them and the sheep follow him because they know his voice and recognize his call. And Jesus wants us to know his voice, but we can't know his voice if we're not truly seeking just Jesus. And so um, you also can't be seeking just Jesus if you're seeking the things of this world. And so um, to kind of like put this into perspective, I did some math. And um, if my statistics are wrong, please don't correct me. I asked my mom and she said I was right. So (laughs) shout out to my mom. She can also be wrong. (laughs) So um, if you were... Because I got to thinking, like, I feel like a lot of times people think it's enough to just go to church. It's enough to just seek God and his presence when we're at church, and we'll just go and we'll get our fill while we're at church. But the rest of the week, too busy. Sorry, Lord. Um, And so if you were the kind of person, which obviously you guys are not, but if you were the kind of person that only came to Sunday morning worship, not talking about Sunday school, not talking about Sunday night service, none of that, if you came every single week, so all 52 weeks out of the year, only to Sunday morning worship, you would spend less than 1% of your entire year seeking Jesus. And um, you guys, I feel like, are pretty committed. You come on Sunday nights, and you also usually come on Wednesdays, and sometimes you guys even come on Tuesday nights. And um, So then if you do the math for that, uh, if you came on Sunday mornings and Sunday nights and Wednesdays, you still would only be seeking Jesus for 2% of your whole entire year. And, like, that just, like, I was talking to my mom last night, and I, like, told her, and her face was like, what? (laughs) And that's, like, that's, like, how I felt when I read that. I was like, there are people that truly think that it's okay to just come and get our fill during these times. But, like, that's not enough. Like, we have to be seeking his presence all the time. And so if you were to continue to come to those regular times that we meet, but then you also added into that um, seeking God for being in his presence for 30 minutes a day. 30 minutes, when you think of that, is not very much. But if you spent, if you added 30 minutes every day to your normal Sunday morning worship, Sunday night worship, Wednesday night worship, the percentage would jump up to 35%, which still, in the grand scheme of things, is not that much. But when you talk about going from 2% to 35%, that's like a lot. And so, um, to some people, 30 minutes might sound like a lot. I know that there was a time in my life where I was like, 30 minutes of reading the Bible. Have you read the Bible? Sometimes it's a little bit boring. <laughs> Um, but really, when you think about the fact that you have a 24-hour day ahead of you, like, that's not that much. You could wake up 30 minutes earlier, or you could go to bed 30 minutes later, or maybe you spend part of your lunchtime seeking the Lord. Um, but 
like Jesus talked about in these verses, the sheep knew the shepherd's voice, and um, I don't think that the sheep would truly know their shepherd's voice if they had never spent any time listening to their shepherd's voice. Um, And so it's just like the same for us, the way we talk to our wives or husbands or boyfriends or girlfriends or friends. I'm not going to you're not going to know anything about those people in your life if you're not spending any time talking with them or being in relationship with them. You know, like, I, if I just came here, when I came here back in August, long time ago, it feels like, um, then, and I didn't talk to any of you, like, I would not know anything about you. And it'd be the same way with our relationship with Christ. Like, we can't know anything about who Christ really is if we're not going to put in the time and talk with him and to read about him and to seek him. Um, And so maybe I'll get thrown out of the church for this, but going to church is not enough. Like you've got to be seeking his presence if you want to be having just Jesus in your life like we've been talking about. Um, So I think sometimes, at least for myself, it's really hard to comprehend how much God really wants us to be seeking him. Like, it's hard for me to think that there is a God who loves me so much, he wants me to spend time with him. Like, he's created all these people, but yet he desires to be in relationship with me. Um, But in verse 14, it says, I am the good shepherd, and I know without any doubt those who are my own and my own who know me have a deep personal relationship with me. And so when I was looking up scripture to use for this message, I got on the Google and looked up verses about seeking Jesus. And I found that there are over a hundred verses that came up about seeking Jesus. And if that is not enough to tell you that the Lord cares about you seeking him daily and being in his presence, then, like, I don't really know what is. But if you're extra super holy and you got that Bible app on your phone and you got those daily Bible verse app reminders so you can get your, like, five seconds of Jesus, um, the verse for today said, was from Hebrews eleven six, and it said, but without faith it is possible, it is impossible to walk with God and please him. For whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek him. And so, if you want just Jesus, you've got to be seeking just Jesus. Um, And I think that if you're going to seek him, like, we need to be doing it with our whole hearts, giving him all of our attention. And that's the part that's, like, really had me stumped lately. There was a couple weeks ago that... Um, my, like, Jesus Always devotion that I like to read talked about um, seeking him wholeheartedly. And for some reason, it just, like, hit me more than it ever has before. Like, what does it even mean, Lord, to seek you wholeheartedly? Like, I feel like, because it was talking about how when you seek him, you'll know him, and he'll reveal himself to you. And I was like, Lord, I feel like I'm not really hearing from you right now, but, like, I'm seeking you, so what am I doing wrong? Um, and so I, like, 
was like looking up other scripture and like trying to read what other people said about it. But I think that one of the um, things that just made me like really think about this, I thought of this as I was like writing this, is you know how like when you're going to a destination and you've never been there before, so you like plug it into your phone's GPS or maybe your car's GPS, maybe you're real old school and can read a map. Props to you, can't do that. (laughs) Um, But you know like, Maybe it's just me, but I always, like, once I get real close to my destination, like, I know, okay, this is it. Like, I've got to really pay attention, so I turn down that radio because, you know, clearly that helps you to see where you're going better, right? Um, And then I, like, like, I, like, really focus in. I'm like, okay, this is it. I've got to look. I've got to see what's coming. And I feel like that's how it is with our relationship with God. Like, I feel like if we want to seek him with our whole heart, it's like we've got to dial in. We've got to turn off the distractions and we've got to just focus on him. And so for me personally, what that has looked like in my life is I like to turn my phone on silent, not vibrate, silent. Um, And I leave it in a totally different room because I feel like if I don't even see it, then I'm not going to think about it. Um, And then I just like pray a super simple prayer and I'm like, all right, Lord, like, speak to me and um, teach me something new today, and then sometimes I'll get started with a quick devotion, sometimes I'll just, like, get into scripture, but the one thing that has, like, truly changed my relationship with Christ this year, I feel like, is um, I've been, I've had this Bible for, like, a super long time, and it's a one-year chronological Bible, and so it, like, is super cool because tells you everything you need to read every single day, but it's like all in chronological order. So instead of like reading all of Genesis and all of Exodus and da 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 it like reads in order and it has like helped me to understand the story of God better. Like I don't feel like I'm just reading like a bunch of history or facts. Like I feel like I'm like engaging in, in the story of God. But that's just what it has looked like in my own life. And so I would just challenge you tonight to just think about um, how you might need to spend um, better time seeking God with your whole heart, because if we're going to want to be a part of this just Jesus that we've spent several weeks talking about, we've got to be seeking him with everything we've got. It's not enough to just be like, all right, Lord, like five minutes, let's, what do you got to say to me today? Like you, we've got to focus in like we would focus in with our friends or spouses or anyone. We've got to focus in and to see what he wants to um, speak to us. And so um, Colin and Avery are going to come lead us in a song that I just feel like um, really pulls like this whole idea of seeking just Jesus together. And so I just encourage you during this song to maybe just think about the lyrics, maybe you've already heard them before, and maybe they'll stand out to you in a new way tonight. You can sing along, you can pray, however you feel like you need to respond. Like, I would just encourage you to truly think about what you are seeking and how you can um, change that. And then I'll close this with prayer.